Okay, y'all, before we get into this interview, I have to tell you what our friends at Target are up to. Through their Black Beyond Measure campaign, Target is celebrating and elevating Black success all year round. They had the HBCU design contest. Did y'all happen to catch the designs in stores last month? Oh, and you have to check out the Buy Black Product Hub. It is literally my favorite site to grab goodies for my home decor needs, especially candles. There are hundreds of Black-owned products on the site. So if you want to learn more about how Target continues to support Black entrepreneurs, students, and creatives, visit target.com forward slash Black Beyond Measure. Ladies, mamas, hey. Okay, I'm so excited to have you guys here. I am Cordy Lane Oliver, the CEO of Black Love, and this is the Mama's Day. Hey. Okay, so I'm going to just explain a little bit about why we all came together. Really explain that I love you all and I'm obsessed with like our conversations, let alone like the things that you all share on social. And so I was like, I just want to hear them talk all day, all the time. <laughs> I think we should do a podcast together. Yes. And I called each of you and I was like, what do you think? Everybody was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> well, here we are. in the middle of a pandemic, which was wonderful because we didn't see anybody. That's so this, yes. was, this was this was therapeutic. Yes, it's it was. Very, very therapeutic. Yes. Yes, guys. yes. So the Mama's Den was formed. Okay. <laughs> but like also share a little bit for those that are listening, because I'm just excited to like give some mamas a little bit of us, a little bit of the diversity that we bring. Right. I am a mama of three. I've got Brooks, who's five, and the twins, who are three. Mm-hmm. Yes, Ashley. I have four daughters. Um, Amira's 12, Azara's five, Asia's three, Italia's two months. Whew, I did it. Two months. Yeah, oh my two months ago. You got hecka kids. I got hecka kids. <laughs> like the little old lady in the shoe. <laughs> my little ass apartment. <laughs> um, my name is Felicia Latour, and I have two babies. Peace is seven, and Zen is three. Do you guys also have to think about your kids' age? Yes. Yeah. Well, their names. Because yeah. I know well, you got <laughs> yeah, you got them. You got them kids. So. That was childish of me to and do that. How you do it? Are you born again? I don't yeah. remember. Y'all put in the Google Doc. And then wait, just... wait. Here's my question. I call them the wrong name like all the time, and I, it's Tommy likes oh, to yeah. act like it's because I don't know who is who. I do. It's just a yeah. lie. No, I do that too. And my kids aren't twins. Like I, I, my mom See? used to do it too. See, I call yeah. my husband Cameron, and Cameron is exactly all the time. Like yeah. I am Melanie Fiona. I'm a singer. I am a songwriter. Oh, are we talking about who we are? Girl, give it I to mean, us. We give were, it to but me. It's fine. Yes. Like, hold on, hold on, because the reality is, we are mamas and we have all these kids. But who you also, I? yes, you have a lot of I other things. Do my resume. I have two. Kids. This falls because this is this is new. I have two kids. I'm recently Aww. a new mom of two. I have a five year old Cameron and I have a seven week old Kaya Love. Wow. And um, I can't believe I have a daughter. That shit is crazy. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Two. Yeah. Call, Welcome yeah. to the club, girl. Multiple. Beach. I know I'm finally in the multiple kids club. <laughs> I, yeah. A club that she you weren't real. you were it's not real. fighting to be a part of. You were like, I mean No, it, it, I'll be the first to tell everybody I was one and done and I was good and I felt so content with having yep. Cameron and I put my witchcraft. I felt no on pressure. Her. And then Ashley put her daughter witchcraft on me. <laughs> she, she sure did. And that was so crazy how that happened. <laughs> she really was like, Are you sure Cameron doesn't need a sibling? I was like, I'm sure he's good. We're good. We're all good. And then she was like, Come on. 
one. And then everybody started asking me about a daughter. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, who's going to brush her hair? And Ashley's mm. like, I am. Yep. <laughs> and next thing I know, I was pregnant. See? Well, it looks like you got some hair to brush. I do. Lots. Hey, what's one more head? Mm. <laughs> I already have five. No, four. I don't know. Okay, That's so Melanie shared a little bit about her background, but you guys too. What are you juggling in addition to this motherhoodness? You go, girl, because mm. you got the, all the things. Yeah, I'm like, hmm. Um, so I have a empowerment movement called Mindful Fee, yes, where I yes. empower women and mamas and men get thrown in there as well. <laughs> so juggling all things motivating human beings while mm-hmm. trying to motivate myself and trying to motivate my children and my friends. Um, I'm always juggling a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're working on something that's very exciting, though, like, specifically to moms on a new level is teaching moms how to get in shape post baby. Mm. Oh, I love because that. Sign me very up. Difficult. Please sign me so, up. Sign me up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, may I add to, I'm an active runner and we are running to Vegas. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And I, like I need to, and there's three moms on the team. Oh, wow. And we have multiple children. So yeah. Yeah. That's all the mom stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, but can we also talk about how she just did a collab with Barbie? Can we just oh. tell the whole world that? That's where I got my shirt from. <laughs> yeah. I just it was think very it's, emotional. It's very dope. It's very and emotional. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. For You're welcome. Somebody's mama, Felicia Latour. Yes, Aww. that's right. I'm Ashley. And well, I'm currently a, doing a lot of things, working mm-hmm. on a potential TV show and a journal. It's, it's a prompted a journal. TV show. Oh, it's a TV, it's a TV show, show hey. that's coming yeah. that we're writing. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Cody's working on it as well. So, you know, oh, this is exciting. Yeah. And then I have a prompted journal coming out. Um, it's for people that it's not for people that have lost their parents, but it was inspired by my sister because my nephew was asking questions about her. Mm-hmm. And so I created a journal that parents could fill out to leave their legacy before they pass, ideally. So I'm really, really excited about that. And then I have like 18 children's books that we're working on. So <laughs> just writing and breastfeeding is what my oh, day-to-day life yes. is. I'm like, I love, we, yeah, we're going to go dig deep more into that journal things. I'm like, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yep. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Is now the time where I'm supposed to like do the... I, I, I jumped again. <laughs> do it, do it. do it. Hi, hi, I'm Melanie Fiona again. And uh, this is my podcast voice. Uh, now I'm a singer songwriter. I'm a mom. I'm a wellness advocate. And I am the founder of my motherhood brand, Melly Belly, which I'm really excited Woo-hoo. about. Um, that's something that's been really passionate for me because I just have learned so much through the journey of motherhood. And I feel like transparency, community and vulnerability is key. And that's really what brought us here mm-hmm. together. So uh, I'm really excited about that. And I'm also writing a book. Yay! Love. Yay! Guys, first off, I have so many questions. Like, this is not like the question and answer <laughs> period, okay? I've already been informed to keep my questions to a minimum. <laughs> but I just love hearing everything that you guys have going on. And I guess I didn't do me, right? No, do you, girl. You didn't, you I'm Cody Wayne Oliver. I'm the CEO of Black Love and the director and producer of the Black Love docuseries. And yeah, we the Black Love whole platform we've got a podcast network we have a streaming service we have social medias there might be coffee at the door it's an empire okay and yes there's a whole empire of brewing and somehow like and honestly it's been a struggle and wonderful doing all of that while literally getting married just to my husband and i got married while creating the show and then had our first child well, we had him before the show came out, and then immediately we had twins after that. Mm. So I need these conversations. Yes. Let me Girl. tell you something. I want you to know, <laughs> yes. Cody, every time I think about having this newborn and I think about having a five-year-old and then just like that space, I always think of you. Because I'm like, how the hell did she do this with two kids Mm-mm. at the same time? Yeah. I feel like age. it was easier when they were newborns. And now it's like, oh, my God, what oh my do we God. do? Yeah. Can't take them back. They're three. 
No. Literally, yeah. <laughs> they stay out. They need their own show, though. I know. I'm just going to put that there Everybody was, says it. I had a visual of them going on, like, a talk show or something, and they're both just, like, turned up on the stage. Yeah. Like, no, I think it's Ellen does yeah. that. They bring on, like, all these super talented kids. I'm like, no, those kids are, like, little geniuses. Yeah, they yeah. are. They're so... I show all my friends. I'm like, look what I just got in the mom group chat. Yeah. Look at what they're doing. Everybody. They are throwing... They're throwing beds out of the windows yep. and locking... Yep. And locking the nanny out. They literally... Yes, they locked her Why did you lock the nanny out? Because I wanted to cook by myself. Listen, that's what I'm about to say. I like how they always explain and admit what they did. Like, they're they're, they're just honest. so aware. Yeah, yeah, they're like, well, I just set my house on fire, but it's fine. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're like little cabbage patch babies. Yeah. <laughs> like cut your hair and be like, sorry. Yeah, they're absolutely nuts. And they're half crazy. the time, like just having them and like doing all the things. I don't know if you guys feel this way too. Like for me, sometimes I look back and there are so many moments, even professionally, that are a blur mm-hmm. because of whatever was going on with mm-hmm. them. Yep. And then just looking back, like how, how Girl. did we get here? Yes. And, and, and what was missed, right? Like I was not fully present for X, Y, Z, you yeah. know, but somehow we're here and now I have to like relearn mm-hmm. some of the things that are our accomplishments. But right. it's like, I was just surviving the last five years. Now I'm yeah. trying to thrive. I'm trying to be like Felicia, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm trying to be like Felicia too. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy that you said that too, because I, I was telling Chia that the other day, my husband, Brian Chia, mm-hmm. um, that I feel like I don't, I can't remember like the last four or five years, even when something good is happening because of our children, like even today to get ready, I literally like woke up and then I had to feed the baby and then I yep. had to help the kids. And then he had a phone call. And then as soon as he got off, I got in the shower and then I'm like dressed, feeding the baby. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I got to go. You got a burper. And it was just like super fast. Yep. I don't breathe and I don't realize what's happening around me or take in like, even when good things happen, I'm not even like living in that moment because I'm doing so many yeah. things with my kids. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. It makes me sad because you start to feel like, you're not accomplishing anything or you're not doing anything and then you look up like, And you're doing everything. Yes, you're like, I did like, you you did a whole show or you did a whole, you know, like all this stuff but then you're like, but I'm just tired and you don't even care. No, I, I, now that I'm I'm a mom of of multiple children, um, I really understand more why it takes a village to raise a child is like a thing because my parents have been here and it takes two people to make one baby. Let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. So, when you have two, it's literally like man-to-man defense. Yeah. Yes. It's like, mm-hmm. Jared, my husband, go take care of this kid or I'm going to take care of this kid. And it's like, if you have more than one, more than two children. You go to zone. What, what do you go to zone? <laughs> you go to zone. You better go basketball terms, by the way, if you don't know what we're talking about. Because motherhood, parenthood is the sport. Right, it is. Yes. It, is. it is a professional Contact. sport. Yes. Contact. Yes. And you okay. need the village. Like, mm-hmm. you really yes. do. You need people. You need support physically. You need mental support. You need community support. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I call Ashley all the time. Ashley, like our kids are what? Like five weeks apart. Yes. So we went through pregnancy at the same time. So every time I'm going through something like, what probiotic are you using? And (laughs) what did you do for guests? And here's a video on how to make them fart. Like (laughs) it's just crazy things. And it's been so helpful because I can say the first time I had Cameron, I felt very, I felt very isolated because none Mm -hmm. of my friends had kids at the same time. Mm -hmm. I was going Mm -hmm. through that journey on my own. Cameron is either much older than my friend's kids now or younger than all of my other friend's kids. So he he came in a time. So I never had moms to go through pregnancy and delivery with in real time. So I'm Mm -hmm. very grateful for this. Same. Like, I don't know, village. Yes. And my hope is that that's what we can provide for our listeners. Right. Is a little bit of the village because we need it. 
Like mm-hmm, there, yeah. make no mistake. And that's my thing too, is about being transparent. Yeah. Right. I will never say that it's easy or that I know what I'm doing. Right. No. It's very I, easy to be hard on yourself too when you're a mom, you know? So to have other moms be like, girl, you're not tripping. Right. Is like, ooh, that connection is. No, motherhood to me, I think, is trial and error. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's mm-hmm. like, there is no formula for this shit. No. Like it's just like, did this work for you? Okay, I'm gonna try that. No, but that yeah. didn't work for me. Yeah. Oh, wait, that worked with my first baby? No, that didn't work with yep. this baby. Like, it's trial and error. You have to find mm-hmm. everything and it, and you bump your head a few times and you don't sleep a lot of nights mm. and you stress and you go through these things. And so it's it's just figuring it out, much like everything in life. So mm-hmm. that's why I feel like to take the pressure off of moms mm-hmm. to be, have it all figured out and have it all together. And it's like, that shit is not real. Like when people are like, what's balance like for you? I was like, balance is not 50, 50. Like balance Sundays is 90, 10. Mm -hmm. And that could go professionally. That can go family wise. And you have to just figure out what works for you. Yeah. Cause that 50, 50 is not, is not real. No. And I would say balance too. Like that word for me ultimately has moved into a space of like, there is not a percentage. It's just like, am I at peace? Mm. Am I mm-hmm. like happy? Girl, and that, that might not be every day. Right. But the balance is like, okay, this was really hard, whether that's professional, whether that's the kids, right? But as long as like I'm still okay, yeah, that's balance. We mm-hmm. all right. One hundred percent. I feel like we should just eliminate the word balance yeah. because I think that people they strive for it and then they feel un, like mm-hmm. imbalanced when they're like, but I'm not balanced in my life. Like, it, like you said, it's never going to happen. I always tell people the same thing. Like every day is different. You're either going to be a really good mom that day or a really good employee. You know what I mean? Mm. If you're, if you're working right. and you have to just be okay with that. Like today I was the best mom, but like maybe I didn't get some stuff accomplished or today, like I got all this stuff accomplished yeah. and I ignore my kid. And then like, the next day, you know, like maybe I'm going to spend a little more time with my work or mm-hmm. spend a little time with my kid, whichever one. But I feel like every day you just have to make that choice. And not even for the full day. It could be like half the day. But yeah. there's it's just not realistic, you know. Yeah. And then yeah. you got to throw in a spouse if you have one. Oh. So it's like you just got to choose which one is top priority like for that moment. I mean, at the end of the day, your mental well-being is yeah. top priority. Yeah. yeah. So whatever, whatever direction it yeah. takes you. Yeah. I'm like visually thinking balance. I think a lot of people think balance is like, oh, you have to be like staying still. Yeah, but yeah. balance, it's always like a yeah. juggle of mm, things, you know? Even when we're in yoga and we're doing a pose, the teacher would be like, now don't forget, you're going to wobble a little bit. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you're not like hitting it. You know? Right. I'm like, but that balance word is real mm. tricky. Yeah. Super tricky. We're just wobbling mm. through life. Girl. Just wobbling. Wobbling. Wobbling, baby. Wobbling. So that made me think of something, though. It made me think about, like, where I learned even what you're saying, what we're saying about balance, right? With the twins, that was a really crazy, like, perfect, like, work time. I had crazy deadlines. We launched BlackLove.com. We launched the first Black Love Summit. And I and that was in October, and I had them in November. And they were due. They were due later, but, you know, they twins, so. But I learned that year to give myself grace. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to force it because it was, like, unfortunately – no one else was Mm -hmm. so I had to learn to just take that for me and like whatever I'm not doing well enough whatever that is just be like okay Mm -hmm. get it I'll get it right tomorrow or whatever but it is what it is so I want to know like what maybe is one thing you've learned from either either or any Ashley uh (laughs) of your kids what what is one thing I've learned from my yeah, children? From either having them or like from the kids. Oh, oh my God. I've learned so many things. I know. Of course you have. Of course <laughs> you have. Narrow it down. You, <laughs> um, you know what? This is my, might not even be what you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. But one thing I have been, I thought I pride myself on is like self-reflection. And I'm mm-hmm. really good at like correcting my behavior. Ooh, yes. But it's so funny that my oldest daughter, she's about to be 13. And 
I've been like really, really learning to to change who I am mm. because she does this thing that drives me crazy, but she'll just call out my behavior mm-hmm. like in the middle of it. Like even if I'm talking to her dad, oh, not these ducks. Okay. <laughs> I know, right? Like girl, <laughs> but um, she'll call out my behavior like in the middle of something. And it's so crazy. Like me and her dad will be talking and she'll be like, I don't think that that's what he meant. Like if you know how you get mad at your yeah. partner and you're like, yo, you're tripping. She's like, but he didn't say it like that. And I'm like, oh, that's how PC. Oh my God. Cause then I'll be like, <laughs> you ain't grown. Huh? Yes. yes. You. But like, I, I want to tell her. So I don't want to tell her like mind her own business because mm-hmm. we're in a house talking yeah. out loud. Yeah. Like that's yeah. weird. Right. You know what I mean? But I also don't want her to be one of those people who goes around like inserting herself in people's right. conversations. Yeah. So I'll tell her like, okay, when you feel that way, like when we're done talking, come up to me and tell me like, I think that you were tripping or like, you know, I don't think that meant it that way, but don't do it in the middle of the mm-hmm. conversation. But now she'll, she does this thing. She's like, mom, sometimes you can be judgy. And I was like, Oh my God. Like Ooh. I never, it's like, she knows you. I know. It's like, are you it's like, she lives with you. It's like, there's a Capricorn. <laughs> but in the I know, house. but that hurts my feelings because no, realistically, you know how you think you are. Yeah. But then when people say things about your personality, yeah. like that's not your intention, but you mm-hmm. don't realize that you're still doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, there's parts of me that I've worked really hard to change that I don't like about myself. And then when my children point them out, yeah. it does hurt my feelings. Accountability. Cause like, yeah. Cause I'm like, I thought I wasn't like that anymore. It makes so, you want to yeah. pay attention to yes. it more too. Yes. PC's the same exact way. Like, I'll literally be like, did you hear your dad? She's like, that's not what he said. I'm like, wait, you're seven. Mm-hmm. What you mean? Mm-hmm. But then it makes me think like, okay, yeah. you're right. But then I think going back to, I never want her to feel like she's not allowed to vocalize how right. she feels, but it's like, there's a time and there's a place, yes. child. Don't be like, right. and I need Start you to stand. Yeah, no. Yeah. And she'll just wow. be looking at me. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, child. Yeah. I'm not ready for that grown child conversation. It's coming soon. I know. Because Bruce, Bruce is, is grown, grown. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, he got like old. one more year and he's going to be telling you like, uh, mm-hmm. mom, you tripping. Mm-hmm. And no, you I just got to let it happen. I think something that I've learned through motherhood and just through my children now, especially mm-hmm. now having a daughter too, is to be mindful of how I speak about myself. Mm-hmm. Because they are watching mm-hmm. and I need them to know that we will only speak positive things about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, Even when we are um, reflecting Mm -hmm. and even when we're being self-accountable and we're having that moment to ourselves, I I just think it's very, very important. It's really made me mindful Mm because they're always listening. Yeah, They're always listening. And like, like for example, one day we were in the car, this is when I was pregnant and Cameron was in the backseat. And first of all, I don't know if this is just me, but I'm a mess when I'm pregnant. Like I can't keep nothing clean. Don't let me wear white and eat anything. It's going to go and fall on the belly. It's all of it. So I was over myself because I was spilling everything in, in the car and it fell on me and I just let out this scream of frustration. And I'm like, just like, oh my God, I'm such a mess. Like, mm-hmm. why can't I get it together? Mm-hmm. And he just yelled at me from the back. And he's like, mommy, you're not a mess. You're beautiful. Oh, oh no, I'm about to cry. And I, li- oh. you know, I literally like paused and I was like, wow, look yep. at my five-year-old putting love on me. Don't say that about yourself. And so that's really been very helpful. He's like my, he's my, I don't know who he was in a former life, but he came definitely to teach me. That's the Pisces Um, baby. He is the Pisces Mm -hmm. and he's so special. And um, like, he says crazy things like mommy, when I was in your belly, I knew my sister. What? She was in. The, she was the little seed behind me. But he told oh you you were having a daughter. Yes. Anyway. He's such a Pisces. Yes, he's so being in tune. Yes. He's emotional. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, oh, I love so it. it. It's it mm-hmm. that he he's he's one of my greatest lessons teachers for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, how I speak about myself and the words I use. I mean, I've always tried yeah. to be mindful like that. 
but definitely having children watching and listening at all times is making me even more mindful yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. That's happening to me right now, too, though, with Amira, because I just had a baby and now she's turning 13. And so I notice like when she and you have to literally you cannot tell your kids anything. You just have to do right. Mm -hmm. Because I'm always like, we love ourselves and talk positive, blah, blah, blah. But then if I'm not doing it. Yeah. So then I noticed like after I had the baby, I was like, oh, I can't stand my belly, blah, blah, blah. And then I heard her sitting on the couch and she was just like, oh, I'm too skinny. And I was like, like, you (laughs) know, I feel like a like a superhero. (laughs) Like, what did you just saying right. no, exactly <laughs> and I was like where did that come from she was like um I just you know I just I want to get in shape like you said you wanted to get so I was like nah oh, no. homie nah 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 and so I was like you are so perfect you're so beautiful and her dad got mad at me because I started letting her wear crop tops because I was like listen that stomach ain't never gonna look like that again I was like we're gonna wear them crop tops and let her rock her stomach just because I'm like you know I just want her to embrace her body and feel beautiful mm-hmm. and then I was like I can't say that stuff in front of her I'm gonna have to say it in the closet because I'm still won't say it just gotta make sure she's not around yeah (laughs) the thing about it is too is that it never ends like yesterday i okay so pause after i had cameron i remember was such a huge physical change for me that i actually went to therapy not like for that but that was a part of some of the stuff i discussed in therapy Mm -hmm. and i remember my therapist said to me she says i need you to stop waiting to feel good about yourself Mm -hmm. for a certain weight for a certain time for a certain thing Mm -hmm. she's like i want you to go out and i want you to buy yourself something today that fits you today don't wait till you get back into those jeans that are sitting in your closet. And I took her advice and I did. And I went and bought a skirt and I got dressed and I felt good. Yeah. So this time now, this girl, she she did a whole thing on my body this time. <laughs> We're not going to talk about Daughter, it. Remember daughters. Good. She came, she, came, she came with hits for me. Um, I was like, how do my pants not fit? The pregnant pants don't fit Girl. now. No. <laughs> Anyways, but I decided, I was like, all right, I'm going to go buy some clothes that fit yeah. me now. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm only seven weeks postpartum, but I'm going to go buy some clothes that fit me now. And I walked into this store and these two older women who were like probably in their early 50s were talking about clothes and they were talking about buying stuff in the store. And the woman had walked in. She said, do you have anything that would fit me? She was a tall woman. Um, and she was like, you know, maybe anything plus size. And the woman was in the store who worked there said, oh, we have a lot of flowy things. Like, we could ch- try this and try this. She was just like, like, I got this from here. And she's like, you know, look at me. She's like, I'm just a big oompa loompa. I just look like this. And I just walked into their conversation and I said, we are going to talk nice about ourselves Aww. today. Aww. And I said, because the world is too hard on us anyways. Yeah. And I was like, do you have kids? And she says, yes. She says, but my kid is 33. There's no reason why I should look like this. I said, we're not judging ourselves today. Aww. I was like. You do what you make feels good, but we are not going to talk about ourselves that day. Mm-hmm. And it it broke my heart to feel that way, to see women older than me, mm-hmm. women who have lived and done all mm-hmm. whatever they might have done in their lives. And they still carry that just like judgment, the self-judgment yeah. after having kids. And and I was so grateful that I could be the voice that stepped in in yeah. that moment. Yeah, wow. And they were like, you're right. And it's because I was going through it in real time for myself. Yeah, right. I know I was placed there in that moment to share that that's as well. She's like, dang, that's how I sound. Yeah. Like, woo. Yep, yep. Exactly. Yeah. That, I, like, that, no. I had like a real, real moment like that one time um, because I'm very mindful of how I speak to myself mm-hmm. because I started to notice that the more that I was nicer to myself, the more that my outside mm-hmm. world changed mm-hmm. so beautifully. Mm-hmm. So I'm 
very as mindful as possible. Not perfect at it, but I'm doing pretty damn good. Okay? <laughs> Listen, whole brand, whole brand, mindful feet. Mindful feet. Like, I love you it. Gotta but, yeah, it, and it forces me to be as mindful as possible because it makes a difference. Yeah. It makes mm-hmm. me happier. It makes the people around me happier. But um, I remember one time we were in Vegas, me and a group of my girlfriends, and they we were all going to dinner, and I was being so hard on myself, like so hard. And li- I think it was like the ultimate spiritual moment because I looked in the mirror and I was like, stop, this is enough. You need to start being effing nicer to yourself. Like literally it was a mm-hmm. full conversation, but I feel like my spirit really just connected with like my flesh and was mm. like, we're not doing this no more. Mm. Yeah. And I remember just crying and I was like, what just happened? I'm like, oh no. Awakening. God like, <laughs> what's it? Like, what are we going to do? But right. in that moment, had I not had that realization, I don't think that I would be here today because it really started to um, change the way that I moved, you know? And when I, I don't know about you guys, but I know before having kids, I was so tiny, just like cute, petite. Mm-hmm. And I used to be so hard on myself. Oh, and yeah. I was like, bitch, oh it was God. bomb. Like, yes. hello. So now in this yeah. moment, I'm like, no, we going to do whatever you got to do right. to smile and back in that mm-hmm. mirror. That's what we're going to do. Isn't crazy when you look Girl. back at pictures and you're like, what was wrong with it's me? So like, I, was, I, I picked myself apart. Thing. Yes. Girl. And I was like, way smaller it's than sad. I am now. It's, it is wild. It's mm-hmm. definitely wild. All right, y'all, we are going to take a little pause right here to talk about joy. And something small that brought me joy this week was my weekly Target run. I was able to shop Black-owned and founded brands and get everything I need to bring me a little joy. And we're not talking about just in February. Through their Black Beyond Measure campaign, Target is celebrating the Black community all year round. It's important to make sure that we all take a moment for joy. If you want to surround yourself with a little joy and help uplift and celebrate Black creatives and entrepreneurs, make sure to visit Target.com forward slash Black Beyond Measure to learn more. So I want to ask one question before we close out, because one thing that we didn't say, we all came into motherhood in different times in our lives and with different, just different circumstances, right? So if you'll just each say that, I'll start, but, you know, just say like how old you were, what your relationship status was, what it is now, and then like what you hope, you know, someone takes away from this, this whole experience of the mama's den. So like for me, uh, I was, Lord, what was I? Uh, I was 29 when I met Tommy. So what was I like 31, 32 when I had Brooks? So dying to be a mom my whole life and get married. And five seconds later, we're pregnant with our oldest. And I had spent a lot of time in my life thinking about having kids and what that was like and watching people in the grocery store and like, okay, so kids, they gonna snap on you sometimes. Okay, that's what you do. Okay, <laughs> Like I literally planned for the worst. And so he was just a delight, you know, cause I was already just like all the, he's going to pee on us. He's going to, you know, I just expected the horrible things and it was just way better than I could have imagined. Um, but yeah, so that was my experience of becoming a mom and still married. What is it? Seven years, seven years right now. And then we had two more. So that was my coming into motherhood. And what I hope that folks can take, honestly, what I hope folks take from the mama's den is just the realistic picture of the beauty and imperfection in this journey, because it's wonderful, but it's necessary to like pull back the curtain because it's not all rainbows and butterflies. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Like the ladies in the store said, (laughs) right. (laughs) 33 years later. Um, So I, Oh God. Okay. I'm going back years. Yes, yes. Um, so Jared, that's my now husband. We were dating. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting because we were dating for a year 
And then um, I broke up with him <laughs> and I told him he needed to get his shit together and he needed to come back and come correct. And he did. He did. And I didn't hold my breath. I like I, it was I the first time. <laughs> I love this story so it much. Was the first, <laughs> this is a. We gonna break it all this the way should, down. We should do like a full yes. episode on it. Yes. Right. But it was a very interesting time because it was the first relationship that I had. I had given myself permission to not feel like I needed to control everything. Mm -hmm. And so when I left mm -hmm. and when I broke up with him, even though I loved him, I was like, if it's going to work out, it's really going to work out. And I'm not going to hold my breath. I'm going to move on with my life. I'm going to move forward. I'm not going to look back. And if he's going to meet me, he will meet me where I'm at. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to turn around. And he did just that. And five months later, we were pregnant. Shout out, And Jared. yes, so, we, <laughs> so we, were, we got pregnant so quick. And it's interesting because... Our connection and our relationship is so special. And I I feel that way because I truly believe not just who we are as a, a partners, but our purpose for coming together was 100% for Cameron. Mm -hmm. Because I just feel like his little soul and spirit was waiting mm -hmm. like, finally, y'all got your shit together. Here I come. <laughs> and it, that's why it happened so fast. And so I was 32 when I had Cameron. And he's, no, how, oh, I was 33. Yeah, I was 33. And, uh, and it was interesting because I remember at that time, my brother came to me before I found out I was pregnant. He was like, so, you know, you're really involved in your career. And I just wanted to talk to you about how you feel about kids. Oh, wow. And I was like, um, I am not old. <laughs> he was like, you know, you might want to consider freezing your eggs. I'm like, sir, I am not old. And he was like, no, he's like, you know, I just know that you would want a family one day. I was like, yeah, one day I'll be okay. He's like, you know, you might want to consider it. So mm -hmm. it gave me paranoia. Like, am I not family planning? Am I not thinking properly? Shala yeah. was already pregnant and had no idea. <laughs> oh, wow. But it really did. But it really, you know, I didn't know when I was going to want to have kids. Yeah, right. I knew I wanted to have kids. And so that's when it happened. It happened in the height of my career, um, which was a whole shift mm -hmm, and a whole mm -hmm. process and journey as well. And, you know, it's a very, um, here we are now. Yeah. With the baby later, <laughs> thirty nine, and here we are. And married. And married. And oh, married. Yeah, married now. Oh, shit. Damn how, how old was Cameron when you got married? Cameron was four. No, four. What year? Are we? 2020. 2020. <laughs> so to twenty twenty. So he yeah. was four. Yes, he was four years old. <laughs> and um, and it was interesting because even that journey of how I thought my life was going to go, mm -hmm. where I thought I was going to be married to mm -hmm. whom in my twenties, blah. I'm so glad I did not do that shit. I'm so glad I built my career and traveled the world and met my now husband. That's right. And didn't settle with that fool I was with. But uh -uh. you know, like it, it's a really like it's just a really it's just a it's it's a really important journey. I think for me to I broke what it was like. I was yeah. so concerned about it being traditional at one point in my life. My parents are married for 46 years. I was concerned about having a baby out of wedlock. All yeah. these things that really didn't matter. Yeah. yeah, In the grand scheme of things. And so the thing that I would like for anybody who's listening to take away is that every journey is beautiful. Mm -hmm. However you get there, however you choose, when you choose, if you choose. You don't have to. Mm -hmm. um, and I hope that that's what everybody listening takes is that there is no right path, only your own. Yep, yep. Yeah. Amen. I'm about to start crying. Girl, <laughs> like, okay, I, think I think I'll be okay. <laughs> get that coffee here. I know. Like, this is beautiful. I get really emotional. Oh, that's I, think, okay. I feel like I'm very open at that's this beautiful. moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like this peaceful space. Um, okay, so for myself. <laughs> 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 
Okay, so I think I had peace when I was 23. It was one of those like, <laughs> like I'm like I'm pregnant, and then I have her a month after my next birthday. Yeah, yeah. it's around that range. Yeah. Um, and then I had Zen at 28. 28 or 29 because he just turned three. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. I was in my 20s. I remember when you were I always, I, I always just say my 20s because everything is just like a mm-hmm. big blur, yeah. to be honest. Um, so I got pregnant with Peace six months after dating their father. Ooh. Moving too fast. No. I don't think I knew Destined. that. Destined. It was, it's Destined for yeah, sure. Look at that little girl. But I do, I'm like, but I'd be like, whew. I had kids wow. very young. Mind you, growing up, me and my best friend, Kalisha, we would always like... Wait a second. You got a best friend, Kalisha and Felicia? Felicia and Felicia. Felicia. I'm done. Yeah. Felicia <laughs> Shout out to Kalisha. <laughs> Kalisha, girl. Um, so, we, would always, we would always... Sorry, write. I didn't even catch that until you said it. I was like, oh, that rhymes, don't it? <laughs> yes, Felicia we are tired. Felicia. Okay, sorry. Girl. Um, so we would always write down names of like, when I get older and I have a baby, I want my baby's name to be this or that. But I never visualized myself being a mom because I Mm. saw my mom grow up, I mean, raise us on her own. And so I'm like, I don't really look too fun. Like that doesn't, Mm. it wasn't appealing to me. Mm -hmm. I saw other moms that I feel like were able to be more hands-on, like Mm -hmm. a full family. But with my mom, I was like, I don't know. Like, I know I like to help and I like motherly things, but I just never visualized it. So when I got pregnant with Peace... I was very much like, what the hell's going on? And I had never been pregnant before. So I was really like, what the hell's going on? And their father was like, let's do it. I'm like, what you mean? Let's do it. We both, you know, at a very, very special place in our careers. And the good thing is that we both at the time worked for ourselves as well. Mm -hmm. But my makeup career was starting to go up. And I was just like, oh, my God, like I finally landed like a client that I could be with all the time. That's kind of like what you're working for, you know? So I was very nervous. He had just opened a shop, um, a clothing shop on Fairfax. And both was just like, okay. The, the thing that I love the most is that his background, they're very like a tight-knit family, mm. you know? And that mm. was the thing I felt confident and comfortable with being like, okay, let's have the baby. Yeah. Peace is everything. Like, she's fucking awesome. Yes. And she say, I think that she saved our lives, like, on so many levels. And she really started to um, shift me into where my career is at now with Mindful Fee because I'm like, you bless me with the gift of being able to be a mom. And that's what I do is encourage and inspire other moms to feel like, you know, that you're not alone, that you still Mm -hmm. can't have these crazy wild dreams. We Mm -hmm. can do everything. And me really walking in that space in my life and walking in my purpose is probably one of the biggest rewards outside of my children. That's why we say mindful fee is baby number three. So I want people to take away, um, I have another kid too. We about to get on that one in a minute. (laughs) But um, I want moms and women to take away that it's like, girl, you're not alone. Like we are literally in this together. The craziest thing that you can think of really ain't that crazy to somebody else, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So yeah. And then I have my son Zen. I wanted a boy really bad. And I was like, okay, I can do this. One kid. Cool. My son's in is like three people in one. <laughs> I just want to oh, shout out the fact so that his name cute. is Zen. I know. And he is not. He is. And see, we didn't mess up because his name was supposed to be Jaden. But I was like, how do we call one kid Peace and the other one is Jaden? I was like, I don't know about this, even though I'm like, I love the name. Yeah. Zen teaches me so much in life. 
He teaches me to be patient. He teaches me to use my words. Uh He teaches me to breathe. Mm -hmm. He teaches me to um, not stop at no. Because he's very like, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to get. And I'm like, Girl, don't dang, get well, I'm like, low key, you don't. right. I'm like, we got a little, we have to <laughs> shift it a little bit. I'm like, but maybe I need to press a little farther <laughs> in this space of life. Yeah. Was that all the questions? I think, I think so. so. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got okay, it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Ashley? Oh, God. Um. Okay. Ashley, we don't expect you to remember all the ages Honey. you had when you were. And the listen, we <laughs> just want to know your journey to okay. motherhood, not the 17 yeah. kids that uh-uh, came Don't do that. Okay. Um, I had my first child at 24 mm-hmm. and I got you beat. Me and Chia were only dating for two months, two and a half months before I got pregnant. So yes. It's How long were you guys friends though? Well, okay. We were friends for four years. Okay. But we were not dating. <laughs> we were both dating other people. I mm-hmm. actually spent the majority of our friendship trying to get him to get back with his ex-girlfriend. I like, remember you saying yes, that. I was their mediator. Like you, you should do this and try to, yeah. Like I was trying to get him to go on somewhere. Like I, I was not interested in him at all. That's why you was he got int- pregnant so fast. And was oh, he interested in you? Like, this is for you. Yeah. Yes. Well, he always he liked wanted me. To date. He, okay. I did not know that. He always liked me even when I had a boyfriend. Even when you're Girl, you know men do not care. I know. But he always liked me for four years I had no idea so I was not checking for Chia trust me because I was trying to find me my dark skinned man with locks okay that was Girl, my goal right right I hear I was you trying to have like a love Jones situation going on Stella got a groove back yeah something but yeah. instead but instead I got my watermelon and egg rolls I was like no we're just friends Um, but no he him and I were I was living in New York and mm-hmm. I was following my dream I was I literally was a month away from about to audition for um Alvin Ailey I was like like prepping mm. and getting ready for the audition and I found out I was pregnant so I moved back to Ohio and we just kind of like figured it out I know mm-hmm. we were definitely in a zone of like we were he's a year younger than me too but he had already had a house graduated from college he was doing like really well for himself living that midwestern dream like a graduate from college got a good mm. job for a 1k and I was like living in New York like barely you know surviving half the time and he was like come back and we'll have a family it was just, you know, an interesting journey of motherhood because we neither one of us really knew what we were doing. And mm-hmm. like you, like my mom was a single mom. Mm-hmm. So I never wanted to have kids either. I was kind of like, mm, that's not cute. I didn't even want to get <laughs> no. married. No, like we waited. Amira was seven years old when we got married mm-hmm. because I just was not sure about it. It wasn't important to me. What was important is that, okay, we're having this baby. And honestly, the reason why I decided to have her is because my sister died a year before. And I was like, oh, this is definitely destined. Their mm-hmm. birthdays are the mirror. It's like 12 three and three twelve. So I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. like this, she's yeah. meant to be here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I wanted to see if we were good parents first, like, let's just see how it works. And then we got married. And then after we got married, I was like, okay, let's just have some more. And we had one more. And then I was breastfeeding and got pregnant again. I definitely wasn't planning that third child. And so then after that, I told this story the other day because my homegirl was over. A lot of people don't know this. You know how I'm like, Oh, rah, rah. I love my daughters. So me and Chia actually did try to have a boy. Oh, yeah. People don't. A lot of people don't know this. We did like I was eating certain things. I used like every Chinese calendar. <laughs> um, I, he was doing like sperm retention, like all of that. Like just we're going to wait. We did a specific position. Like I remember when we made this you baby. Guys, yes. I was like, get behind me. Like, And literally, like when we took the pregnancy test, I looked at it like it's another girl. Like I just knew mm. that we were going to have four daughters. And before we had our fourth child, I was like, do you? You want to have four daughters 
or do you want to have a boy? Because that's important because I want to know that you're okay with having four girls because we're right. probably not going to have a son. Mm. We were just like, we're just going to try, <laughs> see what happens. Mm-hmm. But we know we're going to have a daughter. But it's it's definitely been a journey. For me, I feel like I'm, I've learned so much throughout with all of my children. I've become more self-aware. Like I said, I think that I'm continuously growing. This is, it's like the same thing that you said I would, was going to say, even when you were like, what do we, I want, um, what is happening with my mouth? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Start over. Um, when you were saying, what do I want to get out of this? I was going to say the exact same thing as you. Like you are not alone because I feel mm-hmm. like yeah. I was the only one who had a child with all of my friends for a long, mm-hmm. they're just now having babies, like mm-hmm. most of them. And so I definitely felt very alone. Mm-hmm. I confided in my mom a lot, but still different parenting styles, generations. And so I love the idea of women being able to listen to something, see something where they feel seen and heard and all these different perspectives of yeah. like motherhood and virgins and parenting. Um, yeah. And definitely finding a partner or someone, sorry, um, that supports you in any kind of way because I feel like Mm -hmm. my parents were not together and they are still my example of parenting Mm -hmm. they love each other so much they're so respectful to one another they always were like tag team back Mm -hmm. again like my mom would be like did you ask your dad just because he doesn't live in his house he's still your father Mm -hmm. you respect his opinion Mm -hmm. that is always my goal because I also want people to I know three of us are married but that doesn't mean anything you Mm -hmm. really just want to make sure that you find people to support you and love you but don't feel like if you're not married that do you know what I mean your parenting situation is not like as important or do you know what I mean because like my parents are the um, and I have a lot of friends whose parents are not married now and they were when I was growing up and I was so jealous you know what I mean so I definitely feel like um just sharing different perspectives and letting people know that like every version of motherhood is important Mm -hmm. or fatherhood as well you know there's Mm -hmm. no one way no there's definitely not one way Mm. I love it guys well I can't wait to dig into all the things (laughs) with you mamas I really do I love you guys so much love you too too. that's the mama's den (laughs) boy